Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks. And remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to the In Search of series here on the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. Joining me, as he does, from from Tampa, Florida, I believe. I'm not sure when this episode is going to be airing, but he might be back uh, in... He might be back in Guelph. Uh, Mr. Oliver Oxide. Hello, all. How are you? I have no idea where I'll be at this particular time either. It's <laughs> it's all very, you know, time-shifting. Yep. And from Halifax, Nova Scotia, where he always is, without, you know, with, without variation, Doc Pinko, Steve Cloutier. That's true. How yes. are you doing tonight? I am doing well. Good. We are talking about Season 4, Episode 12, The Ten Commandments, or something. Um, so, uh, my, my first thought on this episode was, are we looking for the Lost Ark of the Covenant? Because that would be really cool. Um, but we weren't. Um, Oliver, what, was, what were your impressions of this episode? Swerve! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure somebody will go into this a little later on, but not what I was expecting. Um, uh, same, but I did find it interesting in some ways. Um, but this may, may have been the original clickbait <laughs> because it's like, okay, no, you're you're telling me one thing, but you're not giving it to me. You're telling me another story. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, as I said before before we started, uh, I feel like uh, this episode, which is supposed to be about the Ten Commandments, violated the ninth one. <laughs> well done, Steve. What were your impressions? Well, it was it was kind of weird because it at at times it was almost it was verging on skeptical. Hmm. Yeah, like, there were times when you know Leonard would say. Legend says this, and then he would say, "But that can't be true." Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I, I get into that, but you know, we have yeah. to wait. I only have four clips for this episode because, and I, you know what? I'm going to give you my impression, which I, I, I rarely do, but I was bored. I, I, I found it. Well, first of all, I thought it was going to be about the Ten Commandments and. It's not. <laughs> it's about uh, Mount Sinai and where is it? And a uh, little spoiler spoiler alert. Uh, when you go to the Wikipedia page, there is absolutely nothing in there about the other location that they talk about in this episode. So, you know, the only the only location for mount sinai that they talk about is the one that you know is currently accepted (laughs) so you know and it's the one that they try to 
you know, they're they're trying to say that it's some Egyptian temple and not this other place, but uh, yeah, we'll get into it. So, alrighty. So let's 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 find out what. Uh, oh, I didn't I didn't want to play that clip. Uh, there we go. Um, let's let's hear from Leonard. Sunrise at Mount Sinai. The mountain long thought to be the place where Moses received the Ten Commandments. Thousands of tourists come here each year, making the pilgrimage to the site of that great biblical event. Have they all been coming to the wrong place? Sure, why not? Yes, they are. Okay. They should be going to uh, 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 Des Moines, Iowa. How's that? <laughs> well, they are going to the wrong place because it never happened. There is a very interesting thing, it, it, and it shows that it's kind of 1979 at this particular point, because they, they mentioned that this is a holy place for Jews and Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, you're forgetting somebody. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just as important to Muslims as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just found that, uh, uh, you know, a snapshot in time. Right. Um of course, using the anglicized word Muslims. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this is the second time yes. that they've that they've used this term, which I find uh, again another shot, uh, snapshot into 1979. But by the way, we do get a mention of Bedouins drink. <laughs> <laughs> Just need Phoenicians now, and you know we could fill out our bingo cards. Uh, what's that? Minoans. Minoans, yes. Minoans. Bingo. All right. Uh, Steve, anything to add here? Um, not really. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's trying to create something out of myths and legends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it's, it's, it, it, it kind of reminded me of the Noah's Ark thing. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. here there are stories. We think it's here, but it might not be here. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the episode. Right. Yeah. Oh, and Jews camped out for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. But only for two years. Of course. Of the 40 or whatever, however many years. Uh, uh, two two of 40 years in the Sinai Peninsula. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's all. Okay. Uh, next clip. The search must begin with the Old Testament, which is where the story of the Exodus was first told. Moses was born in Egypt to a family of Hebrew slaves. When he was a teenager, he killed an Egyptian slave driver and fled into the wilderness. For 60 years, he lived in the desert. And as best we can tell, that desert was the Sinai. As best we can tell. Okay. Um, well, from, from where, though? Uh, where, well, what's their source? Yeah, well, first of all, there's Egypt has has two deserts on either side of it. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also in a desert. Uh. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't. We again, they're they're kind of, if I may use this expression, they're they're making things out of whole cloth here mm-hmm. because yeah, they're. You're right. I think that the episode does have some skepticism, and especially one speaker which I'm sure you've got a clip of. Um, but uh, 
the, again, this is where in search of goes off the rails when there's nothing to search for. Right. So, so yeah. they're just making it up through a myth or a legend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we go we go through the 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 beginning of the Exodus narrative where, you know, uh they they conveniently omit uh you know, the part where, you know, Moses goes to the to Pharaoh and which by the way, that wasn't his name. Uh Pharaoh is a title and <laughs> we'll get into that. Um but he go he goes to to Pharaoh to to demand that he let the Israelites go under of course you know uh direction from Yahweh of course they omit the fact that Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart <laughs> so to not let them go for reasons uh I I don't know so I I never understood that part of the story that well none none of it makes any sense whatsoever it's like it's like i I keep thinking like you know Pharaoh's sitting there one day and say, "You know, I think I'll let the Israelites go today, and you know it just i I just feel like it, and then uh you know God Yahweh says, uh boom, you know your heart heart is hardened well no nope, now I'm not gonna let him go well it, it it's <clears throat> it's a thing that Pharaoh, the Pharaoh needs to do that in order for the the action of the story to happen. Right, right, and so it's a plot device. Yes. I love it. It, it, it is. <laughs> it's a. It's totally a plot device. Right. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's like, and you're right. You know, Pharaoh, the Pharaoh doesn't seem in the story doesn't seem to have free will. Mm-hmm. Because Yahweh kind of stacks the deck of decks, Well, because deck Yahweh said, I'm going to harden his heart. That, yeah. That's what he did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so finally, once once the final plague hits, which is the, uh, the, the, you know, the killing of the firstborn son, because Pharaoh was a firstborn son, you know, nope, going to, you know, uh, I'll, I'll let him go. I'll let him go. So, you know, so Thanos did not have to snap. Yeah. Sorry. Had to get the Infinity War uh, reference in there. Um, oh, you Marvel people. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so so apparently people just picked a mountain and called it Sinai. They just said, there's a mountain. That's Sinai. Okay. We accept it. Well, it's well, well, the fact that the Bedouins <laughs> called it the Mountain of Moses might mm-hmm. have been a tip-off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, are, are, they were talking about Moses Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this whole episode contradicts itself like crazy because mm-hmm. they're taking this is what I mean by making a story out of nothing is that they use Egyptian history mm-hmm. to tell the Egyptian side of the story. Right. So the 19th Dynasty, Ramses III, all this kind of stuff, Second. right? Second, sorry. Second. Well, we know all of this because it's recorded in Egyptian history. Yes. and uh, Because they're nerds. Mm-hmm. They were nerds, they were. right? And here, here's, uh, here's the problem. You know, Egyptians were meticulous record keepers and his- history keepers. And yet... You know, you'd, you'd think that, you know, the 
the uh, departure of two million people in one day would be, uh, you know, maybe a little noteworthy. You know, maybe maybe worth at least a, a corner of a clay tablet somewhere, but uh, no, we don't find it. No, or at even, least... even an end note would yeah. be good. <laughs> or, a, com- a complaint about the traffic, even. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we see nothing. And that's where you nail that you hit the nail on the head, Jason. Is that they're using they're using um, they're, they're Egyptian using... history as research. Without mentioning that none of this, they're they're okay. using they're they're using even worse. They're using cherry picked uh, yes. Egyptian history. Yeah. <sighs> so um, apparently uh, the uh, the the monks of uh, Santa Caterina um, built their monastery at the base of this mountain. That, uh, you know, is apparently the mountain of Moses. So, of course, that's Sinai. If, you know, if that's not Sinai, they have to pick up the whole monastery and move it. Um, and, uh, yeah, they show, uh, let's see, the graves of the uh, Santa Catarina monks who, who died are presided over by St. Stephen. He they didn't, have look, a, so, he didn't they, look too they, well. They have a skull room. <laughs> yeah, <a> skull room. <laughs> I mean, I could just see them trying to sell the place. Oh, yes, we've got a man cave down here. We've got a gourmet kitchen. And uh, just in case you need to know, we have a skull room yes. just in case. And, 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 and we have someone looking over it. Uh, that's St. Stephen over there. Um, oh, yeah, I know. He looks crazy. a little sick right now. But you know, <laughs> yeah. I swear he'll get better. He'll get better. under the weather, yeah. <laughs> beautiful plumage. Beautiful plumage. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, so... It's the saint of the Norwegian blue. I love it. <laughs> So this this is my favorite clip of the episode because, oh, I can go so far on it. The fact that the monks believe Jebel Musa is Mount Sinai doesn't make it so. Legend, no matter how old, is not proof. What exactly happened 1,600 years ago that caused Jebel Musa to be called Mount Sinai? The first time we are hearing about Mount, uh, Jebel Musa as Mount Sinai it's in the Byzantine period, it means in the 4th century, in the beginning of this period, while quite a lot of monks, hermits, came to the area of uh, St. Catherine, what is now St. Catherine, and they uh, began to live uh, there. And, For uh, almost 10 years, Avne Goran was in charge of all archaeological sites in the Sinai. From the archaeological point of view, the difficulty in located at Mount Sinai is the fact that the children of Israel who left uh, Egypt over 3,000 years ago uh, were nomads and uh, like the Bedouin uh, in Sinai in recent times and the nomads left almost no remains behind them. Goran is pointing out a basic problem. So far, no physical evidence of the exodus has been found. Bingo. Um, I want to go back to the beginning of that clip. Real quick, I just, let me just replay this. The fact that the monks believe Jebel Musa is Mount Sinai doesn't make it so. Legend, no matter how old, is not proof. What exactly? Has In Search of Taught Us Nothing? 
Yeah, you've just negated the whole. You've just negated the whole series. (laughs) Legend isn't proof. Come on, in search of you can do better. That's the entire premise of this of the show. show. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, Francis Hitchens was Hitchens was not uh, (laughs) editing this show. Yeah, so no evidence of the Exodus. Say well, can, it we talk so. about, can we talk about this for a moment? Because sure. Dr. Gordon, he's he. It's very interesting. When I saw him pop up on the on the screen, I thought, "Oh my God, this guy is." He wrote a book, which the name of it escapes me right now. Which is the, um, it, it's kind of the definitive uh, book of research on this kind on Old Testament stories. Mm-hmm. Little known fact is that when David Ben Gurion uh, came into power in Israel, he he kind of tasked the archaeologists uh, of Israel to, and I quote, go out and find our founding documents. Mm-hmm. And all of them came back with Zippo. <laughs> and Dr. Gorin wrote the definitive uh, research paper on this, that there has never been anything found of any kind hmm. that supports any kind of Exodus story. Not to mention, you know, David and Bathsheba, anything in the Old Testament, or in even in in the Pentateuch. Hmm. So it was really interesting when he popped on because it's like, oh wow, they got Doctor Gordon in 1979. Uh, this this guy is, and he was straight on. He says there's no evidence of any of this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's all on faith. I mean, seriously. Well, that's all it can be on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, apparent. You know, the Israelites only spent apparently spent two of forty two of the forty years in the desert in Sinai. Um. And, well, did they not mention at the beginning of the episode that somebody went across the Sinai with an army in like fourteen days, fifteen days? Um, they yeah, something they did. Like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it was Alexander the Great. Okay, so Alexander made it over the Sinai in 15 days, and it took the Exodus 40 years. Mm-hmm. That's really shitty at camping, people. <laughs> so, so I, I heard somebody had, had calculated. Eh, you're, you're fine. <laughs> I, 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 Oliver, Oliver dropped an S-bomb, but we don't care. Uh, apologies, apologies. <laughs> So somebody had calculated that if the you know if the Israelites left say in single file the first people the first person would be uh would have reached their destination the promised land uh before like the last third of the people ever left Egypt if they walked single file well also we have to we have to put this into context as well jason if there was 2 million uh, escapees mm-hmm. 2 2 million people is probably what the greater the greater population of the cleave is like with all the mm-hmm. suburbs and everything yeah yeah so imagine that in in a desert right how are you feeding them mm-hmm. That's true. I know. I know manna from heaven. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but even still, I mean, that must get a little stale after thirty years. Um, how are how are you 
building a social structure? How are you doing with sewage? How are you doing with water for two million people? I'm sure there's a Walmart on the way. Uh, <laughs> it better be a superstore. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got a few stalls in the bathroom, you know. Um. So it it's believed that Ramses II was the pharaoh during the Exodus, but you know, as I stated earlier, there's nothing in Egyptian history that even points to an Exodus. And you'd you'd think two million people leaving would be, you know It would be worthy of a footnote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something. Anything. Um so the commandments were received in an Egyptian temple that was already considered sacred. I I don't even I don't even want to try to pronounce it. I don't want to try to pronounce anything in this episode because man. Oh, can we just go back to the 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 church on this on the bottom of, of Mount Sinai? Yes, yes, we may. I found it very interesting that it was a church of the Eastern Rite, hmm. not of the Roman. Hmm. And I found that really interesting Church, because Church of the Eastern Rite would be uh, where I grew up. Uh, well, yeah, the it's, Byzantine it's, it's Church. Greek. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a Greek, or- Greek Orthodox, which I found very interesting because uh, during the Crusades, I would have thought that the the Roman Church would have taken that over, but hmm. I guess not. Hmm. Guess not. Maybe they didn't run into it. You know, <laughs> they passed on the wrong side of the mountain. Maybe there we go. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Egyptian temple was called, uh, the land of God or something like that. And Mount Sinai was the Mount of God or I, I, I don't really remember. Like I said, I was, I was kind of bored during this episode because I was, I was wait, I was expecting one thing and really disappointed at the, you know, what, what it turned out to be. Um, and then they just go and take a bunch of leaps of faith during the story. So um, any, anyone have anything else to add before I, uh, actually hit the last clip? Can I just say that Ramses II is Oz- Ozymandias? Oh, okay. Is he? Yeah, the poem, the poem hmm. and the Breaking Bad. That's Ramses II. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I always Nerd. learn something on this show. <laughs> Percy Bish, Bish, Percy Bish Shelley wrote hmm. the poem. Oh, okay. You're such a nerd. It's a good poem. So, so how, does it really, how does it? I know it was an episode of Breaking Bad, but I don't understand the connection. Well, it's 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 all it's all about how this great king built up this great empire. Uh-huh. Somebody comes across and finds his statue in the midst, broken in the midst of a desert. Ah, uh-huh. okay. So, so it's all about the the um, I don't know the hubris, hmm. right? Of political ambition. Uh-huh. Okay, there we go. All right, so I just have this one final clip. The Sinai has been the battleground for more than 50 invading armies since the beginning of recorded history. It has absorbed the ruins of ancient and modern chariots and the ghosts of countless soldiers. It has been an unyielding witness to the fleeting struggles of man and a silent guardian of his oldest religious mysteries. Soon, it may surrender one of its greatest secrets, the true location of Mount Sinai. 
I, I had to get that, that fancy music in at the end. <laughs> so. So. I'm out of notes. <laughs> I, I have nothing. I have nothing to add to that even. This is my shortest note taking in a long time. Okay, then I'll say it. Yes. Leonard was wearing a suit with epaulets on it. What the uh, hell? It's <laughs> going for Tin Pot Dictator, I guess. God, the 70s were weird. <laughs> uh, so. Actually, you're not far off there with that mustache mm. and, and, yes. and the epaulets. He does. He, he, yep. he, he looks like Samosa or somebody. <laughs> like, uh, so, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm at the end of my notes. I got nothing left to add. Oliver, anything anything else to add? Well, I, I think I, I think it's somewhat interesting just that they that they told a, an interesting story. I mean, there are a couple of things. The Greek Orthodox Church was interesting to me. The skull room was was creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing Doctor Gorin's always a good thing. So I, I'm not going to give it an F, but I but I'm I'm you know it was average. I'm not as down on it as you are. Uh. I think. I, I think it's just you know I had expectations and yeah. you know they completely they 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 completely like you know underwhelmed me with this episode. Yeah, it's true. Steve, um, no, but it did remind me of a Mel Brooks movie, <laughs> The History of the World Part One. Ah, I love that movie. With the three tablets. I bring you fifteen, and the tablet falls and breaks. <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I love that movie. Now I have to watch it again. So, uh, yeah, we've reached the end of the episode. So, uh, Oliver, tell people where they can find you on the Internet. You can find me on Twitter at Oliver Rockside. Steve. Uh, me as well, but at Doc Pinko. Okay, you're, you're not at Oliver Rockside. No. Okay, good. Uh, well, he doesn't can... want to see my tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> You can find me at Alien CG, and you can find this podcast at Illuminati Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve stole my final thought for this. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna quote History of the World Part One, but you know he stole it from me. So have a good week, everyone. Turtles, kids. My work here is done. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>